We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome, everybody. Today on Horror Movie News, we have trailers galore. We're talking Venom. We're talking Glass. We're talking Godzilla, King of Monsters, Slenderman, and the Puppet Master, the littlest Reich. Oh, this is so much more. It's killing me. Oh, my God, my heart. I think I'm having... Uh, 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 let's get to the show. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. What don't you um, play the movies? Is... The movies don't create psychos. I think Anthony's dead. Psychos. Could be. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Oh, oh my gosh, I like sorry. Play yeah. I, uh, I don't know what happened there. I, I passed out for a little bit. Is everyone okay? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. We're I all fine. I think we though. survived. <laughs> okay, cool. We survived the intro. Woo! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Horror Movie News. This is episode 37. We're three episodes away from 40. 37? Wow. I know. Woo! What the heck? Yeah, right? Go it's, us. Go, yes. <laughs> go us, everybody. And go viewers and listeners for being there. Yes. And, you know, we're not just totally talking into the void. Yes, especially <laughs> the viewers and listeners. Go you guys. Yeah. So, let's get started. My name is Anthony Becerra, and to my left, I have... What's up? Carrie Lane here, and we're live in the chat. So, if you're watching it live, join us. And then, if you're watching it later, comment down below. We see you. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. I'm Oliver Drennan. Right on. Yes, we are, we are. I think we are all on the chat. But yes, um, I know, right? Uh, We're all like. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to apologize to our viewers that because last week uh, we did not go on. I wasn't feeling well that morning, and I decided that we're gonna cancel the show for that day. But uh, we're back. We're yeah. here. We're doing our thing. Yeah. Well, so. you should be following us on Twitter because we did some posts, though. Right on. Yes, so, we did. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Horror News PTN. Yes. Horror News PTN on Twitter. Thank you. Great segue to some crypt keeping. Let's clean this place up. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. That's the official channel on YouTube for the Popcorn Talk Network. Ne- uh, network. Why did I say that twice? Don't know. And also follow us on on uh, Twitter at Horror News PTN. And as well as our official website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com, where this show lives on on and last but not least Apple Podcasts or wherever you find uh, this podcast or if you even listen to it on podcasts wherever you just you know just, just rate it five stars <laughs> that's, that's the main point wherever you listen to it just rate it five stars or the, the, as high as you can go and leave a review and feedback and we'll shout you out on the show and Yay. also love you forever and ever 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 alright so the abyss let's get into it uh, <laughs> um, so I saw a movie uh, you guys saw movies let's, oh, let's yeah, totally who wants to top us off let's do this well, I'll go first. Go All first. right, Ollie's up to bat. <laughs> My movie, yeah, I think it just came out, uh, Unfriended, and I talked about the first one yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think. Before you are a fan. Unfriended, Dark Web, and I think I enjoyed this one a lot more than the first one. 
But let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> this movie, I think it's worth a watch, definitely. I really like this concept of like having like this found footage. Or not found footage, but it's kind of like you're all, you're just watching a screen. It makes you you have to like pay attention at all times. Mm-hmm. You can't be on your phone. Obviously, I watched it in theaters. But like if you were to watch this on Netflix. But yeah, just you have to also pay attention to the text as well. Ah, uh, yes. There's mm-hmm. text. And I, I feel like the acting in this was really well done as well. Um, but not to spoil anything, it's it's really dark. It's, <laughs> it's really dark? Yeah, yeah, it's a dark. But why, and, is that bad? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just... Ah. <laughs> what do you... I okay. enjoyed it, but like okay. I... You're like a bash right now. What happened? <laughs> and how does... I, it is a dark web. Yeah. But I think you guys should see it and tell me what you guys think. I think the act... Like I said, the acting was really well done. Um, and it also had a character that I think... It's cool. This, they had a deaf character. I'm not sure if the actress was deaf, but mm-hmm. if she was, shout out to the casting for incorporating an actual deaf um, actor, if, mm-hmm. if they did do that. Um, and I also think the concept is really interesting as well of having like that whole, um, the dark web, the dark side of the web, and having like yeah. this human trafficking. It, it's very scary. Mm. It's like super freaky. And how? And I feel like that kind of exists. No, like, I... I, I I mean, I think, it does. I think it does. Trading yeah. weapons. No, there's, a, there's, a, there was a thing called the Silk Road that existed solely on the dark web. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and and like there's stories, there's numerous of creepy pastas that exist oh, online yeah, totally. that like exactly play off of the dark web and play off of how like you know there's a kid who like messed around and like wanted to hire an assassin. It yeah. turns out he went into the wrong site online mm-hmm. and, then, and then they were after him and like yeah. and people are like crazy on there so they can like track your IP address, track where you live, yeah. like all it's like crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. There's numerous accounts that we just don't know about. Yeah, and I think this was a lot more enjoyable than the first Unfriended. The Unfriended, the first one involved uh, cyberbullying. Is about that a girl died and everyone who bullied her is like paying the price. Whereas this one um, was about the dark web and right. Yeah, that's really right on. Really cool. Good. So yeah, I mean, check it out and let me know what you think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did, I did enjoy uh, the, the VHS movies. You know, yeah. like the first one was great. The second one was pretty good too. And I like the new concepts that they always like. Like the second one, they they had that whole like GoPro aspect to it. I, well, I, I guess both of them did, but I could see how it's uh, unfriended is like a play off of that v, what VHS kind of mm-hmm. created. Yeah, which yeah. like you know pop in a, a different tape and it's a different thing, but mm-hmm. it's now it's more like hey, check this out. They're on the internet and they're on the chat group and then like so yeah that's pretty cool and mm-hmm. you said it got really dark to the point where you just like it made me s- sick sad, uh, uh, sad. Did, it, did it upset yeah. you yeah oh good but that's good yeah no it's <laughs> i'm good. like oh please tell me more but that's fine i'll, yeah, I'll okay, watch okay. it i'll watch okay. it yeah for sure uh carrie you want to uh yes well um kind of segue of the 
you kind of said in that. Uh, I saw Killer Legends, which mm-hmm. you had talked about yeah. before. Uh, and it's one of those going through lists. I keep going, did we talk about this? I feel <laughs> we did. Because then it's, but it's nice to find it. Yeah. So this is a documentary, if you don't know or remember that episode. Uh, it's from 2014. It's pretty much just goes into uh, these two filmmakers exploring urban legends and really looking at what the f- real cases were that inspired them. And I find that super fascinating because, like, it makes sense that, you know, something actually happened. Mm-hmm. And some of it, they, some they do get to the bottom of the facts and some they don't. And that's a little frustrating, but it's very real life. Like, mm-hmm. they can't find it. Though there was a thing that they're like, there was skin under their fingernails and nobody said DNA test. And I'm like, please, somebody. <laughs> or just cut that line because that was driving me nuts because I was waiting there. Like, the real truth. I'm like, so you did a DNA test, right? Right? They never do. So, mm. just so you know. Spoiler, not spoiler. Uh, anyway, it's on Netflix. It's really good. If you like urban legends, I felt it's perfect kind of going into the Halloween season because yeah. they even explore the urban legend of, nice. like, candy being bad at Halloween. And guess Ooh. what? It's all pretty much an urban legend of what really went down. Which, that was a good case reveal. I like that mm-hmm. one. I'm not going to tell you what happened, because it's really good. Did poison that, candy? Did, did they also... <laughs> um, no, it's poison candy, but, like, the whodunit was actually really interesting. Ooh. I forget. Was it this one where they also covered the uh, clown? They do. They the have clown. clowns. Um, it, it was... I need to Candyman. It, it, like, candy at Halloween. Um, the... Oh, the hook. Like, the hook man legend of like yeah. lover's yeah, lane yeah. which yeah. that's actually not hook on the, yeah. yeah but that's actually from where it was it was actually a gun that was used to rape a girl and so they're like that's the metal object penetrating God thus it. kind of the hook went and you're like Ooh. oh i can kind of see and just how it disgustingly morphs through time yeah yeah no th- that's what they're saying like it's like a messed up version of telephone yeah and ages. that's the yeah. fascinating thing about urban legends is that like we as society essentially make them up because yeah. the real truths are just too horrific that were like yes it was this it wasn't you know some sicko or whatever they evolved throughout the years yeah and that too so, highly recommend it. It's really right interesting. So, it's both of you have seen it now. Yeah, now it's your turn. No, exactly. Yeah. I was like, damn, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah, Join so it's on. Uh, right well, it looks like it's on Prime Video and Netflix. So, Amazon or uh, Netflix. Killer Legends. Cool. Oh, I have a, a neat app to help you find things. Um, whether they're streaming or where to rent them on stream, but I'll, I'll oh. mention that later oh, okay. on because I, I personally watch yeah. a lot of things streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So if anyone is on that same boat, I'll, I'll hit you guys up with that uh, later, later, later on because it's not that important. But uh, sorry, real quick before you uh, go on, I, I, Sky Patterson points out I, in the chat says I love the film Urban Legend. It's a guilty movie pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like that movie too. That's another thing I did love Don't about this guilty. movie. Ooh. I forget if you mentioned about Killer Legends. About they do a really good job of editing film footage from horror movies into it to like Ooh, I love that. I was like, yeah. oh, yes, that one. And that one, like, example of, like, the babysitter at home. And then it's, like, clip, 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 yeah. clip with the names on it, which I'm like, oh, I love that editing. Because then, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of, well, what about this one? Then they show it, which is great. Because then if you're a fan of horror movies, then they're like, here are the examples of how this urban legend is yeah. in yeah. film. And that always gets me in the mood. Just like, damn, I want to watch them. I know. You're now. like, I'm going to watch <laughs> all of them. Oh, look at this. Yeah. yeah. So right on. All right. Uh, does that wrap up your, your yes. fo- So, all right. Urban legend and dark web. Killer friend. legend. 
Legends. Mm-hmm. Killer Legends, my bad. The Urban Legends are good. It's in the 90s horror, which they're their own breed of horror movies, but that's I love like them the too. That's like the young teen like, slasher yeah, films. Of that right. time, yeah. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a book that was recently uh, released on that, but I haven't gotten around to reading it. But anyways, moving on. Uh, I'll do my movie. Uh, I talked about it before, uh, two weeks ago now. Um, so it was Office up- Uprising, <laughs> and it was the, oh. it was the one that was like, yeah, exclusive on Crackle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we saw a trailer for it. Um, so the director is Lynn Oding, and he's actually, this is actually his first feature. Um, mm. honestly, okay, let me read the synopsis. An employee at a weapons factory discovers that an energy drink turns his co-workers into zombies. But here's the thing. They're not, like, classic zombies. They're, like, aggroed out zombies. Like, if they get annoyed, then their veins, like, they, they get this special effect where their veins get all black and they get, get like, really... Mm-hmm. Think of it like roided out zombies. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty okay. hilarious because you're, you're in a corporate setting and they're, like... It's established early on in the in the film where the higher you go up the, the corporate ladder, the douchier they get. So it's funny because you're you're messing with roided out douchey like uh, like zombie guy like dudes, mm-hmm. and then not only dudes but also like women as well. Yeah. Like there's a yeah. whole like the HR department. There's a whole scene there where they kill one of their own. Um, overall, it's really great fun. <laughs> like I so really enjoy it. It is co- like the trailer makes it co- look comedic, so it actually it, it, no, is and on com- purpose. Okay, it's super comedic, super yeah, campy, good. super like don't fun. take this serious. Like the yeah. main character, uh, Brendan Thwaites character, mm-hmm. he's a stoner who like he does not give a crap about this job. He literally goes there and just, like, works on his, like, video game app all the time mm-hmm. and tries not to, like, be in trouble. And cool. then, so, it's Brendan Thwaites and it's Jane Le- uh, Levy, which is uh, to the left. And then it's uh, Karan Sony who, who plays Dopinder in mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Oh. And also, I didn't, I forgot about it, but Zachary Levi is yep. one, is the main antagonist in this. And he is fantastic. <laughs> He's so funny in this movie I love it he plays like a straight up like a corporate guy but he's like oh really God. like snobby and, um, and it's just so good especially when he starts him. getting all roided out oh, my God. oh my God. I need to see this it's so it's so, on Crackle only it, right? it's on Crackle only okay. you will have to sit through commercials and I would say avoid skipping or rewinding because I got I got effed because I did that and I was like I had to start all over oh, and then I was just like yeah, yeah. I was a little yeah. frustrated but anyways yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and check out their stuff. I mean, it's all free. They have some cool things on there. Cool. Um, I yeah, I highly recommend it if you're like if you like um like anything that's campy and fun, like uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil, yes. whatever. Yeah, like all that like Sean fun. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it's literally like a like a lighter mayhem if you think about okay, it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's a campier mayhem. And, okay. and it's, it's it's very fun. I very enjoyed it. I highly recommend good. it. Um, there was this really cool transition scene too, where uh, he's like <laughs> his friends back home like play Mario Kart, but like in actual like shopping carts and like with themselves. Yeah. And there's a part where he's in the cart, he falls over and he tumbles. And mid tumble, the the scene changes to him being back on the desk sleeping, and I thought it was really cool, like just a mm. neat little transition there. Um, some of the CGI was a little cheap, but I mean, like, kind of feels like it yeah. go with the vibe, though. Yeah, it's like eh, whatever, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, there's this really great fight scene too, where it's like. They just go up against a whole room of them, and it's just really funny because um, uh, so, so, Karen Sony's uh, character he doesn't want to kill anybody, mm-hmm. but he's holding like a knife. So when he moves, he just like accidentally slices someone's throat, and he goes, "I'm sorry." And when he goes, "Sorry," and he goes backwards. And somebody and like, else. Yeah, he stabs someone else coming up on him on, in the eye, and it's like the fun, it's like the funniest thing ever. I don't like know. How I much he's laughing lot. and talking about it, it. It was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. And there's this one scene that Zachary Levi says to one of the the main heads. He's like. He's about to kill some guy, and he's like, "I was in the, I was in the army," and he was like, "You were stationed in, in like Thailand or something." Mm-hmm. And then he just blows his head off, and he goes, "I hope you enjoyed the lady boys." <laughs> I was 
just like, what? <laughs> like, it's the most absurd line, and I love it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, Office Uprising. Definitely super fun. <laughs> yeah, and I can really, tell you really liked it. <laughs> really fun. I liked it more than I thought I would. Okay. So yeah, I need to get on that, because Crackle also did Dead Rising a couple years ago. They had a Dead That's Rising That's right. Yeah, adaptation. it's still on there. You can check that yeah, out. Yeah, so you yep. need to get up on Crackle. Yeah, but just, uh, you just got to sit through commercials. Ollie, push your mic forward a little bit. <laughs> right on. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Let's do this. All right. So, uh, next segment, we are doing horror history, and this movie is, uh, we're doing Dracula. So, uh, we're going to, co- this is a coordinated effort here. Which is here. great, because we last time was pretty much um, uh, the other one, Nosferatu. Right, yeah. So, well, it was a phantom last week. Oh, no. Well, oh, so the one before. Ago. But yeah, no, yeah. Sprout too. Recently. And uh, yeah, I'm going to touch on Sweet. that a little bit. All right, so, Steve, are you ready? All right, uh, are you going to count me down? Okay, so the film is Dracula from 1931. Uh, so, I. Uh, I found it on... You can find it on Star Streaming and also rent it everywhere else. The director is Todd Browning, and it stars Bela Lugosi as uh, Dracula. <laughs> and Dwight Fry as Renfield. Edward Van Sloan as Van Helsing. The synopsis is... The ancient vampire Count Dracula arrives in England and begins to prey upon the virtuous young Mina. Alright, so why is this film important and what did it do to uh, elevate the horror genre? Well, first off, this film actually saved Universal from the Depression. Um, It was released in 1931, so that's around the era that was all going down. It also established the horror genre in Hollywood because most of the films before have been uh, German or foreign films. So it established the genre in Hollywood because it was such a huge success at, at its time. But uh, ironically, the film is very flawed, and I do agree with it. it um, so the editing is very wonky. The continuity can be very hard to follow. You really have to piece together. So sometimes when it just cuts to another scene, you're like, huh, or like it just shows you something. You're like, why did they do, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, kind of a lot of those, okay. you know. And it's funny because I also learned that the director Todd Browning was said to have been was said to uh, he wasn't used to directing talkies because this is around the time where like uh, sound was being implemented mm-hmm, in film, mm-hmm. and it was rumored that his uh, director photographer Carl Fruind uh, directed all of his scenes. So that's a rumor that went by. So it's it's possible he didn't even direct this film like the oh, the wow. credited director. Hmm. Despite the problem that it had though, it is a quintessential horror cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, I believe uh, the saving graces of this film uh, are comes from two actors, Bela Lugosi as Lugosi as Dracula. He's he's his performance is superb. I mean, he's like when you think of Dracula, you think of him. Like even if you yeah. don't know his name, you think of like that Dracula. At least for most for most people, and his portrayal of Dracula is is like it's it's so renowned, so like known throughout history, and his presence in every scene is so powerful and intense. But personally, I really enjoyed D- Dwight Fry's uh, character Renfield because um, he's terrifying in the film. Uh, he goes from being an innocent real estate agent to the disturbing slave of Dracula, but also he's a man who's guilty of his action and is split between his vampiric tendencies to serve Dracula. But he's also trying to be able to like keep his own humanity intact. Mm. And so, he, like throughout the film, he's struggling with that, and then his performance is just so wonderful and so weird. There he is. That's Renfield right there. Uh, and it's so wonderful. Um, 
There's also a little bit of subtext to give it to as well. Uh, so the film uh, it mainly focuses on the, oh, so Dracula mainly focuses on women of uh, low class and also high class. He visits them in the bedroom at night and preys on them on the on their mm. innocence and the purity. So it's kind of like the men trying to protect themselves from uh, Dracula stealing the pu- purity of the. Oh no! And I guess time's up, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You did a good job. Thank you. I tried yeah. to go as far as it, but yeah. So pretty much it was just like a, l- cool. a little allegory. I'd be like, no, protect our women from these mm-hmm. foreigners and everything mm. but yeah so uh that was our horror history in three minutes and for next week we are doing 1931 fritz lang's m it's just the letter m i looked it up you can stream it on this thing called canopy which i don't I have no idea what that is and filmstruck which is what um which is what uh the criterion collection created the filmstruck where all the criterion collection is found and I you can also rent it on amazon voodoo for like three bucks nice so, yeah i watched that in my german horror uh, my german film class yeah, it's great. I saw it for uh, film history in one of my nice. like college classes as well, and I, I very enjoyed that one, too. Real quick, let's do some iTunes shout-out. Well, actually, just a reminder, five stars on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're on YouTube, give us those thumbs up. And also, we're in the live chat. Whoever's there, thank you so much for being here. I know everyone lives busy, busy, busy lives. I do as well. And so I really appreciate you enjoying, joining the fun. And mm-hmm. we're all chatting it up. And uh, Oh, yeah, a special shout-out to Rugged English, who was on... On, uh, the scare guys last night and i was like hey check out my show tomorrow at this time and he's, here. and he's here hi rugged english yeah so it's pretty cool um yeah so just a reminder to that stuff to all, all that good stuff um i believe you want to address the chat real quick yeah um quick shout out to everybody in the chat we got rugged english sky patterson i know i saw another name up there edgar um thank you edgar alves and Marvin TNT. Thank you, everybody, who is joining us in the live chat. And if I didn't get your name, sorry. Uh, good question. If we get to it at the end, what defines a horror movie? Mm-hmm. So start. Starting. let that marinate. So at the end, we'll touch upon it quickly. Oh, there we go. We'll do a time it. Like, everybody gets one minute. Oh, for us? Yeah. Okay. At the very end, if we have time at the end. All right, let's We've got do a lot it. to cover. Yeah, we do. So uh, we have a bunch of trailers. Let's just start rolling yeah, them in. Yeah, start the trailers. Ooh. Yeah, just start, start the trailers. We'll talk over them. Um, the first one up is Glass. Oh, there she is, Sarah Paulson. Yep. Okay, so it stars Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, Samuel L. Jackson, Anya Taylor Joy, Sarah Ooh. Paulson. Mm-hmm. It is simply extraordinary. Oh. Our modern day scream queen, Sarah. Nice. Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. Oh. Yes, please explain. I know, right? I'm like, are you good or bad in between? I mean, she's yeah, she's she's trying to help them in a sense. Is she though? I mean, does she have a power of her own? Ooh, like I wonder. Like, how, how is like she just having all three of them sit there? Like, I know, right? I want to yes. know that too. How like, does that happen? The Beast? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm terrified. Yeah, he was he was on the loose last time. Oh my god. I love him so much, James. Oh, and they're dude. all just chilling. The three of you. I know it's so uncanny. <laughs> so she's explaining. He's like a racer head. <laughs> I can hold oh her powers. <laughs> David Dunn. She's pretty much just like to survive that train wreck all those years ago. Mm-hmm. What do you do? She's explaining why like superheroes you don't exist, mm-hmm. and then glasses are like, nah, hold up. <laughs> like once he starts talking, it's just like, no, you're wrong. Oh, 
My name is Patricia. Oh my god. If you haven't seen Split, you guys gotta watch Split. Mary Reynolds. That live in that body with you. I wonder if she's gonna have a similar role to the therapist and like the or not the therapist, she's like a psychologist in the first film. Remember that? I'm sure it'll be significantly different. Oh, like, for mm-hmm. for James's yeah. James's no. like psychology. What do you mean? Do you remember the therapist or in what film? The first split. In the first split. Yeah, the old or woman. the unbreakable. <laughs> no, no it's, split. It's split split. Okay, I was like the first <laughs> split. split. Yeah, yeah, the old woman who was like taking care of uh, James. Yeah. Didn't she die? Uh, she- Sky Patterson in the chat points out. Uh, I love Glass. I love a good psychological horror thriller. Glass is going to have a twist. I can feel it coming. Well, probably. I mean, all the other ones did. Split and Unbreakable, essentially. And it's a Shyamalan movie. It's going to have a twist. If you like it or not, that's a little bit unknown, but that's what he does in all his movies. Yeah, it's, he's known for that. It's, it's a sometimes they're really good twists, and sometimes they're like, eh, saw it coming. But. Yeah. I still want to know what Anya's role is. Right? I feel like Anya's going to be the only thing that the Beast can, like, or James, she can tame him in, in a sense. sense. Yeah, like like or them because he has multiple. Because they they were like they were able to really relate to each other in the last film, in Split. Mm-hmm. You know that's so I think that's the reason why he didn't kill her because he that's said that you are like me. Mm-hmm. You are like you. We share the same amount of pain that we like. You know, so it's like yeah. in a sense. I think she's like January. she's able to he, mm-hmm. she's able to ground his humanity in it all. I think that's what her place. That's her strength. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I do have a little gripe with is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis has been sleeping through his films recently. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even see him in the trailer barely. I mean, you, yeah, you kind trailer. of see him, but it's just like uh, he's very maybe quiet. they're saving it. Yeah, because they well, don't want to show us too much. The trailer did a good job of like not showing us. Well, it showed us a lot, but it was good that it didn't. We don't know like how the plot's gonna go. At least right. I don't. Like, no, I'm I like, don't know. That's a really good trailer. Yeah, yeah. trailers today like. I'm like, no, everything. don't tell me too much, please. Stop. Back up. Yeah, it's like, and that told us nothing. And I want like maybe tone of the movie and what it looks like. Don't tell me. Oh yeah, anything that's exactly else. what we got. Yeah, yeah. very, uh, very grounded, like superhero reality. Mm-hmm. And I love that shot of McAvoy just charging on all four. Mm-hmm. Like straight beast mode. I was like, oh, this looks good. Yeah, the only the only little like hiccup is like Bruce Willis. Can you can Shyamalan give him a swift kick in the ass to wake up and be like, hey, <laughs> come yeah. on, get better. <laughs> but anyways, that's 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 my opinion of it all. Next trailer, we got Godzilla, Godzilla, King oh, of the schmitz. Monsters. So yeah, so this uh, this I believe this uh, trailer featured Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Which is the three big baddies? Oh, I saw the moth. I yes, the moth. I noticed the moth. I was like, yeah. I thought the moth was in the first film, wasn't it? Mm-mm. What was that? This is how much no. I care about. There was like, there was, I forget what they're called. I'm terrible, but they were just like these creatures that like, I didn't. I think they're they were like, like newly fl- designed for like. The Wait, Godzilla. is this the, the first, Matthew Broderick one? No, no, no. The first oh, Godzilla, the, like the Godzilla before this, the one with um. Kick ass. Brian Cranston. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Because I was like, there was another one too before yeah, yeah. that. No, yeah, I remember so, that. Scarlet, we remember Scarlet that. Scarlet Witch one. and Quicksilver, they were together. It was funny. <laughs> Old Lady Die, the Beast got her. Thank you, Marvin TNT. Also, I like your little Hellboy insignia there. Um, 
this is a very compelling trailer. I was very surprised. I was like, I don't give a damn about Godzilla. And then I saw this, and I was like, I kind of give a damn about Godzilla. <laughs> I was like, this You're is like, cool. I do now. I, I did not like the, the yeah. last the last movie. I thought it was really boring. Oh, I like Kong um, Skull Island, though. I thought that was yes, pretty bad. Yes, I did like Pretty Kong. Beast. That was uh, fun. That was I don't fun know if I liked hell. it, but it was very entertaining. That was dope as It had a great cast, Brie Larson. Dude, the spider bamboo scene was... Tom Hiddleston. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. It was entertaining. I, I love how gory it was problem, too. I have some problems with it, but that's oh. a different that's a different podcast. Slight rewind via the chat. Uh, Judy Ellen Mom. says regarding glass. Either way, a great twist or an amazing reveal. There you go. It'll be a twist or a surprise. But I guess reveal is almost a twist. Yeah. Yeah. This one looks ah, so look epic. At this. I know with epic. this music too. Yes. Uh, it makes it feel so much better. <laughs> and it has three very strong female it's, like leads. It's so euphoric, you know. You're just like, oh yes, <laughs> the music swelling, the explosions, the CGI. And I think I think this one will focus more on the characters rather than Godzilla. Honestly, if you're like, what's the last Godzilla about? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite. Recall. I feel like they focus. Have they always focused on characters? <laughs> More uh, than, the, the last one did more. Matthew Roderick one, maybe not as much. That was like the 90s. Yeah, can we? Ooh. Yes. Ooh. King of the Monsters versus King of the Kong. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I mean, that's pretty much what this is leading up to. Uh, directed by Michael Dodery. Uh, Dodery, yeah. He's the writer-director of Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat. And Krampus, mm-hmm. which I'm like, oh, that's also why I cared more about this. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this director. Treat, yes, I yeah. like Stars Millie Bobby Brown, Vera Farmiga, Sally Hawkins, Kyle Chandler, Thomas Middlesich. All of these people are great. And this is like establishing the monster universe by Warner Brothers that mm-hmm. they, they're they setting up. So I'm guessing that by the end of it, we'll see Kong come out and be like, yo, yes. what up, God? So this was like a continuation of Kong Island or no? In a sense, they're, they're, I mean, remember at the end of Kong Island, like the little button where yeah. they go into the cave and they show all these? So that's like the same universe. It's a, it's, yes. a, it's a shared universe, but they haven't bridged the gap yet. Okay. Yeah. But it's happening, and I'm sure yeah, it's going to happen at the end of this. I'd be surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a after credit scene for this one as well. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, on to some uh, uh, some quicker news stories. So that's the, the two trailers to top off this show. But yeah, so after that, so let's get into... Oh, this is very quick. So there was a new uh, Predator poster, and I just think it looks really cool. It was that a Comic-Con. Cool. They were giving this... Like, you had to enter a contest for Comic-Con and whatnot, and um, this was actually signed by the casting crew and everything, so it was pretty cool. And also, it's if uh, it's made of of human skulls, pretty much. Like, that's that's, that's all human skulls. Oh. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, so it's like really... Oh. And, yeah, you see like human vertebrae. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. what I was like. This is... This is dark and dope. I like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that's one of uh, two posters here. And then, the, so the next poster we have is uh, the Summer of 84 poster. <laughs> and yeah, so. <laughs> I'm just excited because I want you all to see it. Summer so of 84 much. poster. Yeah, it looks great. Um, really hitting the nostalgia button here. Yeah. Um, and I like how they have like their flashlights. You can see the house in the back. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we are, we are actually well. Might as well when we're on the subject. So it's a this film is coming out in theaters. It's limited release. I don't know if it's coming out in your area. Uh, it's uh, it sucks if it doesn't. But on top of that, it's it, well limited released on August tenth. 
VOD on demand or is going to be August 24th. So maybe you can catch it on the on demand hopefully. I have seen it. I highly recommend it. I have seen it too and oh, you got did they get you a screener link then? Yeah. Yay! Did I you have, love it? I, it was a great film. Okay, okay. That ending though. Whew. Right. <laughs> I'm like we can all talk later. We'll talk we'll talk. It's a it's a later, really good I, seen it. I know, yeah. It's a well done <laughs> 80s vibe horror movie. Yes, and Man. it's by the same directors of Turbo Kid, yes. uh, Francois Simard, Anouk, and Johan Carl Wissel. And so that's a trio that names themselves uh, Road Roadkill Superstar. Yes. And we actually were able to interview them already. Uh, it's a pre-tape, so that's actually going to be our episode next Tuesday. And it was, uh, unfortunately, uh, you two couldn't make it on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So uh, Evan Mack joined me as well. And he, it was perfect because like, I was like, hey, um, can you come in? He's a horror fan as well. And he's like, and can, I was like, can you come in? Uh, and he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, cool. I need you to watch uh, two movies. One mm-hmm. I don't have the screener for yet, but the other one's Turbo Kid. And he's like, bro, I already got that. Like, I got that on Blu-ray. And I was like, yes. My Th- man. They're super different. Oh yeah! Oh, completely. Yeah. Which is so great of like how they're filmmakers in terms of like mm-hmm. they made such different style movies so well, and they are thinking uh, they're planning another film. It'll di- be different from these two, and I'm like, yeah. I can't wait to see what you do. I love both the other ones. Yes, yeah, yeah. We t- we touched base on yeah. that on the interview as cool. well, and how like um, they want to do all sorts of genres. Yeah. And I looked. I went. I did a deep dive on these guys. I checked out their uh, their uh, Vimeo. Uh, if you just type in rkss.tv on on any on Google and look for the Vimeo mm-hmm. page, they have over twenty like short films, and I saw a bunch of them. They've done like like really spoofy old school kung fu kind of like uh, short films. Ooh, cool. When like, the, like where the audio sounds like this, you stole my brother. <laughs> kind of like you know yeah. the kind of like style, and just it's fun. so it's so fun. Like all um, their stuff is very fun. I will touch upon this comment. Uh, Marvin TNT in the chat says Summer of '84 looks like Stranger Things. Um, I saw it at Sundance as a midnight screening, and that was kind of touched upon, and they were saying, like, was inspired by... They actually had this written long before Summer, uh, before Stranger Things came out. Now, um, it's one of those... This just seems to be the zeitgeist right now of, like, 80s and nostalgia and everything like that, and unfortunately... Whatever came out, people are going to be like, so it's like that. Yes, but no. I would say, yes, it's kids, but the way Dark, which is, have you guys watched Dark yet? No, yet. Talk about? Okay, Dark is like Stranger Things, quote unquote, but totally not at exactly the same time. Yes, it's main kids, uh, main characters are kids. Yes, it's like horror based, but you're not going to go, well, this totally makes me think of that. No, yeah. it's just. An eighties movie yeah, where kids are the main characters. It's a completely yeah. different plot. Yeah. yeah. Super different. I kinda get I get like a little triggered when every anything from the eighties is compared to Stranger Things now. And, and I'm you're just like, guys, like, you know Stranger Things came out now and there's eighties movies. I yeah. know. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. The, Stranger Things is not the epitome of what eighties movies are. Like yes. you know, it's not the it's not the like, oh, is it it's like Stranger It's like dude, is it, everything is stemmed from the eighties. I feel Stranger like, Things I is influenced like, by the eighties. I, yeah, like, I feel like if you know? Stranger Things if Stranger Things is like your first like go to like to compare anything I feel like you really need to like expand your horizons and like yeah it's it's understandable because Stranger Things it was the most and it's um, very well done yeah, and it's also the most, like, widely received, like, yeah. everyone freaking yeah. loved it, like, you know, because yeah. it was on Netflix, because it had yeah. so much easier access to it. But even Stranger Things itself takes from so many, it's got a whole decade to take from, like, mm-hmm. it, like just look up any, yeah. like, all yeah. the 80s movies. Also, Summer of 84 is not supernatural. 
No, it's not at all. So, like, Stranger Things, that's how it's, like, super different. It's like saying, like, a ghost movie and a slasher movie are the same. You're like, mm, no, they're yeah. very different things. No, yes, they're both very, in horror, but... Very, like, well-grounded in, yes. like, reality. Real. And yes. then that's what makes it even, ter- like, yes. terrifying, you know? And then there's elements of a rear view a window by Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. There's elements rear of a oh, rear window. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I always put the view. Um, there's elements of stand and deliver. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, no. Stand by me. Stand by me. Thank you. Stand and deliver. <laughs> hey, <Kimo. Yeah. laughs> Go to school. No, I'm just yeah. Anyways, yeah. Stand yeah. by me. Like, there's, there's a lot of elements. And, and uh, we, we touch on all that yeah. in our interview and as well. And this isn't putting uh, Marvin TNT on blast. But it's, it's, you're not the only person that has said that. And we just wanted to be like... Hold just, on. Yeah. Other people have thought that, but don't jump to that first. Yeah. But it's or it's one of those if you like that, you're gonna like this. Of like if you like kids as the main characters doing dealing with things bigger than themselves, then yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right, and also on to our next bit of news. Uh, so Suspiria, yes. um, a film I am very looking forward to. I love the original. Um, I think this new one's in great hands, uh, and it's by the director of uh, Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we had a, it's pretty much the early the first cut of the film. Clocked in at two hours and 50 minutes. That was the first cut, and I was like, that's pretty long. <laughs> and now it's been confirmed by the uh, film's official Twitter, uh, I believe it was yesterday this happened, that the runtime, the official runtime for Suspiria is 152 minutes, which translates to two hours and 32 minutes. So they cut roughly 18 minutes off of the two and original half hours. Uh, off of the original cut. Well, come on. We've seen long movies lately. Our superhero movies have gotten longer, so... Come on, people, pace yourself. You can do it. Yeah, but then like people are like complaining that like Hereditary was too long. That was like an hour forty. It depends on the tone of the movie. There are some movies where if it feels well, this long. is very upsetting. <laughs> like I can already tell, this is a very upsetting movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, How long is the original? Uh, what do you, do you mean? Uh, Suspiria? Yeah. Uh, I might have clocked in. Can you look that up real quick on yeah. uh, IMDb? It might have clocked in sure? like around one thirty or so. Mm-hmm. I think it was just standard. It could have been longer, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean. Especially when a, with a film that like really relies on the atmosphere and the tone to really set things up. Sure. Which I, I, uh, I this is what I get from that. Hour and thirty eight, but it was also made in nineteen seventy seven. Seventies movies are really slowly paced. Yeah, yeah, they are. So that's true. Um, so maybe 60s, maybe it's 60s. like a like a little like okay. ode to that as well yeah. kind of thing, you know. Um, but who knows? Either way, I am super psyched I'm down for it. Watch it. Oh, I'm yeah. so down for this movie. Um, but yeah, so that that's just a little bit of news on Sus- Suspiria's front. Official mm-hmm. time is two hours and thirty two minutes. All right. So I dig it. Go I mean, to the bathroom before you go in. True. <laughs> Good advice. Yes. Yes. I right. don't get these people who get up during the movie. I'm like, <gasps> who are you people? I know. I hate it when. I have to oh. do that, and I kind of like stand in the in the entrance. I'm just like, I'm gonna go in now. Just like, no. Yeah, all right. Oh, you're guilty too. Yeah. On to the next bit of news. Yes. So, uh, Sony China decided to share a wonderful piece of artwork for the uh, Venom trailer. That looks so cool. <laughs> it looks terrible. No, it looks cool. <laughs> no, it, it looks shoddy. It looks so bad. Well, it actually looks more like a cartoon though. Uh, but that still makes me excited. It looks like it was made on like what are, uh, like the early stages of the internet. 
like the uh, the Flash player kind of like it looks like this is like something found in Newgrounds. <laughs> but it's a movie based on a comic book, so it looks kind of like a comic book panel. I mean, it sure, but look like, like it, something that like the film like is yeah, going to produce it, like at it, all. It looks it does look a little comical. Where it I looks very like, stylized. This like, is pretty Venom, laughable. But Venom, yeah, Ven- well, okay, well, Venom looks like it's going to be comical too, at least from the last trailer. Because I thought yes. it was supposed to be dark, but the last trailer was a little bit comical. Dark humor. This um, is like what someone you look like a turd. This, <laughs> I was like, "What?" This is that this, line. This in is the like trailer. like shoddy art, like a uh, fan art to me. You know, with that hand on closer inspection, but, that's a great. But but but, but anyways, so let they, us know. Comment down below. Do you think this looks su- stupid or is it kind of cool? So they tweeted this out, and the, the occasion was to announce that there was going to be a new trailer dropping today. Actually, because I was writing writing this yesterday. So uh, I believe we do have the trailer as well for uh, Venom. So let's just pop that sucker in and Woo-hoo. we talk about it so this is my second time wa- watching this trailer <laughs> i also watched this on uh, marvel movie news um new trailer right yeah, new trailer san francisco mini trailer for the trailer i'm a reporter i'm a reporter find myself I'm still very salty. I didn't get to interview them at Comic Con. There's Riz. I found something really bad. Really bad. Did they do a lot of interviews? No. Or? Oh, they bummer. came in, they answered like one question and left, took pictures and left. Bummer. But that's, and they were like an hour late, which isn't their fault, but it's like, I guess it's Comic Con. Like, that's just bummer though. Time. So. So this is the, the newest trailer. Um, it's, it definitely improves on everything we've seen. It, at least in my opinion, I really like what I'm watching. Um, I still don't know what the main storyline is. I can kind of guess, but uh, I truly don't know. Um, my God, that looks so I don't know so if he cool. likes it so much. I'm like, why aren't you in there trying that out? Because that guy's like, that's the new species. I'm like, then why aren't you doing it? Because he's got a he's got a company to, to run, first, you know. Yeah, like, and then I guess he's so. Himself. I guess so. <laughs> well, Marvin TNT in the chat agrees with me, comic book style, and thinks it looks cool. And really? Edgar also thinks it looks cool. Thank you. Thumbs up for both of you. Well, I think it looks like <laughs> shite, but whatever. But that's also that's not our poster. Maybe that appeals for a different audience. It's a different country's poster. Yeah, I guess. I don't know how they. That was cool. I don't I know did, how like, they oh, released that. You know, that looks cool. Oh, keep bump, bump it up a little, Steve. Thank you. Oh my God, give it a lick, a little kiss. <laughs> so, um, I do believe I haven't read this, but it's it's. I hear it's based off of the Lethal Protector series, and that's a six-issue series that turned Venom into an anti-hero. Mm. And in it, Eddie Brock, who he moves to San Francisco, where he's captured and has a small portion of symbiote seeds. Oh, he's captured there, and he's like, like he's got the, he's he's already Venom pretty much, and he has small portions of symbiote seeds plucked from his suits, and they turn him mm. to create the offspring of Venom symbiote, and there's hmm. five main ones. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's Riz, there he is, and I believe that um, Koi told me that's Riot, that's uh, believed to be Riot, which is hmm. one of the offspring of the Venom family okay. tree. Okay, this bit is. Kind of comedic and dumb. I was like, okay. Like a turd. What the hell are you? We are And then I hope he bites his head off there. Oh, I have a parasite. See, that was yeah. funny. 
My name is Chen. Yeah, like that segment I laughed with the, like, your turd. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm not familiar with Venom enough. I'm like, did he make dumb jokes? It looks so <laughs> cool, weird though. No, the trailer how, looks so how, good. I don't know how it works, because, like, people were thinking about that, too. And I was like, well, if it's a symbiote, like, does he have access to, um, like, Brock's brain and everything? And it's, like, how he works, how he's wired and everything? Because, because then, if it's Brock saying it, that totally makes sense. No, no, well, I mean, I'm saying if it's a yeah. symbiote, they become one. That means yeah. that he's able to, like... The, the personality of Brock uh, bleeds through Venom yeah. in a sense because I mean Venom is an alien species and if it's a symbiote and if, if this is how he lives he's able to adapt he has to learn a lot of things about new species mm-hmm. right away yeah. and how well to do it then to be like I'm gonna come take you over and I'm gonna yeah. learn everything about you from you right away well judging by that it looked like they are really like in symbiosis like they he was totally fine with doing that to that one robber guy mm-hmm. yeah so, robber I don't know if he's a robber but seemed like he was cool with it. He yeah. Like, Hell yeah, Venom, let's go kill people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah, I also wanted to bring up that there's, like, I found this cool, like, uh, family tree of Venoms of the that's symbiote. That's cool. And uh, I wanted to focus on the top, uh, five, like, the top row because that's, if you, if you see this, um, so it's from the left to right, I believe it's, well, I, well the first, the one on the very left is Carnage, yes. which is, uh, Woody Harrelson is rumored to be in this film and mm. he's playing Cletus Cassidy, which is, uh, for one of the first offsprings of Venom that's known as Carnage, which is really cool. And then Riot's all the way at the right. And then there's uh, next to Carnage... There's two female symbiotes, and in the in, in the film there is a female there's like Jenny Slate. Yeah, Jenny Slate, and there's also Michelle Williams. So I wonder. If but we didn't see Michelle Williams, but Jenny Slate looked like she had a little bit of that symbiote going on. Symbiote action. I'm familiar with happening. Is it Screech? Uh, Screech? yeah, it's Scream and Scream? Agony. Uh, whoa, I can't actually see. This. Lasher, Phage, and then Riot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Venom family tree, y'all. So hopefully we get cool. to meet the family yeah. eventually. I wonder, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to fit all of them in there. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah. Or it'll be a post-credit scene or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, to, to expand on that. But yeah, yeah, like if you guys want to check out, just type in Venom symbiote family tree and uh, mm-hmm. you'll find this image. And it's, I thought it was pretty neat to go with that to, you know, shed some light on like the the, uh, the background to Venom because I, I rarely know anything about it. I should probably read this before October, but... But, you know, we'll have time. I don't want to have time. Anyways, so who knows if the other four will show up in the film. If you guys want to share any of your Venom knowledge, please feel free. Shoot away. All right, on to the next story. This one's pretty big. Well, sort of big. Um, remember when uh, Morbius was like, oh, Jared Leto was uh, mm-hmm. rumored to be Morbius? Well, it's confirmed now. Jared Leto. Yay. Is Morbius. Question mark. Yes, he will be helming the character of Michael Morbius, the award-winning biochemist who tried to cure his rare blood disease that also (laughs) is the cause of his horrific deformities, but instead he botched the biological chem... Sorry. He, he botched the experiment somehow, and that imbued him with uh, vampiric superhuman abilities and physical capabilities because he got his DNA crossed with a bat. <laughs> so, as one does. Yes, yeah, one does, as is tradition, um, especially in the, uh, in the Spider-Man universe. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, he, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, he, I guess he can be considered like a vigilante slash anti-hero, mm-hmm. too. Depends what he does with it, yeah. Yeah, because he's not evil. He's like a scientist. He just wants to cure himself, but at the same time, it's like, man, I really like that blood. 
I really got to get me some of that, right? He struggled. I mean, I watched the cartoon. I remember him so much from the Spider-Man yeah, with cartoon. The, the hand suckers? Str- yeah, he struggled with it, though. Like, he didn't like killing people. Like, right. He went through phases where he's just, like, hated yeah. himself and for I doing it. And I think they'll probably do something like that yeah. to kind of humanize him and get the audience yeah. behind him. Yeah, I remember, like, his fiance was a big part of his whole, like, arc and everything. Yeah, and how, helping like, him or something. Yeah, she does. He Like, he loves her, but, like, he's, like, oh, a monster now. So there's that whole dynamic. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. I, I like Jared Leto. He can be sometimes he can be hit or miss. Like some of the movies he does that are a little like questionable. Like I really enjoyed him in Wrecking for a Dream and Mr. Nobody. Um, he also won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, which I haven't seen, but I'm still waiting to see. But I, I did not like him as Joker. And also that one samurai film or whatever samurai yakuza film that was on. It was exclusively on Netflix. Yeah, I forgot no what clue. it's called. It's like it's like Nomad, I believe it's called. Hmm, if you guys wonder, you can look that up. Um, but yeah, he's like in a recent film where he's like he's he's in Japan and he's like part of the yakuza and he's really mm. good with the sword, I guess. I don't know. It looked questionable, and I was like, I don't buy this. It's like Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not gonna watch this. Um, but maybe that's where. If you guys have seen that movie, uh, hit me up and see if <laughs> it's good. Um, let's see. Saving Grace for me. Uh, being well, actually. Oh, twenty thirty six Nexus Dawn. No, that's a short. Oh, he's in a short for Blade Runner. Oh, because oh, yeah. he's in Blade Runner, he's too. In Blade... Oh, yeah, yeah, he was decent in Blade Runner. Yeah. But I agree, he's kind of hit or miss. Well, hopefully he follows in the same footsteps as Ryan Reynolds, because he went to D- from DC to Marvel, and it was really successful, so hopefully that he yeah. follows a similar route. Oh, I'm sure. Like he, he's, he's like a crazy method actor, so, mm-hmm. so we'll see. <laughs> Let's see how far he goes. Yeah. I want him to start sucking blood. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's being directed by Daniel Espinosa, who directed Safe House and Life. Okay. So I haven't seen Life yet. Have you guys seen check that out? No. That was one that I'm like, eh, Yeah, right? I'll watch it later on. It was a weird one. Oh, Anyways, yeah. uh, on to our next bit of news. Um, oh, yeah. So at Comic-Con, uh, they had like San, what is it? San, what was San Diego, no, ScareCon or whatever. Oh, oh uh, they had Mid- Midsummer Scream no, recently. That was yeah, but at, at Comic Con oh, they had a little thing. Ah, yeah, it was um, it was pretty much they announced that Annabelle three is happening, which is cool. And then I realized like, huh, I haven't seen Annabelle. Yeah, I saw Annabelle one. It's okay. See, I don't. I saw both of them. I rented yeah. it for a buck. Mm. I rented it for a buck, for a rec- buck. recently. The <laughs> elevator sequence when she's in the basement was pretty good and that like made you tense. And that was kind of it. Most yeah. rest. And then the second one's kind of forgettable. Okay, I don't think yeah. so. Because that's the prequel to the first Well, that's disappointing. Oh, I think I saw that one. <laughs> well, yeah. then. Well, that's... Well, I'm so in So I don't for know a... how excited I am for Annabelle. Well, because like Conjuring's so good. One and two. And then Annabelle's like... Site. All right, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much they announced that it's Annabelle three. It's gonna. It's pretty much uh, the tagline that's heard around Comic Con is uh, not at the museum with the Conjuring universe. So that sounds good. So it's like I'm not not at the Warren Museum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's it's uh, directed. Um, by Gary Doberman, who was a writer of Annabelle and also It's, and also The Nun and Swamp Thing mm. for the DC Online. So this is his directorial debut, which is pretty okay. cool. Okay. Setup takes place at the moment where they first bring in Annabelle home in order to protect the world from its evilness, but it turns out that putting a demonic doll next to a bunch of other... D- possessed um, artifacts is not a good idea because somehow she can conjure them all up. Mm. She's like, yo, homies, let's rise up against these Warren folk. I always thought that was a dumb idea. Mess them up. 
Why have this whole museum and they're all in the same space? Because they could totally team up together. So I'm glad they are going to explore yeah. that. So yeah, so it's going to be this a- is a sequel to the prequel of the of the <laughs> yeah. first installment. Okay. Yeah. So. I was like, work so, it out. Yeah, it, yeah. Goes, it goes like three, two, one. No, no, yeah. three, one, two. There. Yeah. 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 So, so that's that's yeah. So that's interesting. That's okay. happening. Third um, times the charm, maybe. I don't. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I see this as a play. Um, as it's going to open up windows and doors for a plethora of like more monsters, a la like the nun and the crooked man, and like depending on who who people mm-hmm. love from this film from Annabelle three, like oh man, I love that guy. They're going to like mm-hmm. spin off, spin off, like just start handing them away like candy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I think that that's my idea of it. After this one, mm-hmm. I think they should move on to other things, like be done with Annabelle. Mm-hmm. With Annabelle, yeah. Personally. I mean, personally, I want to see the Crooked Men still. I was saying the Men. nun looks. Sorry. Eh. <laughs> right. Oh, but that cosplay though, I posted that. That's on our Twitter. Go look. Someone did a really good cosplay of the nun this at Comic Con. You see a group of them. Oh, no. oh, I heard about there that. There was a group. I was following Jamie Chung, and she nice. like went up to them. They're just like speaking. I think they were speaking Latin or something, mm. and they just had. It was awesome, but very Google cool. it. Right on. on YouTube, you'll, you'll cool. find it. You'll find it. We also have some other trailers, but we're gonna skip one of them, one, which is a Slenderman trailer. So just check that check that out. That was we pretty. That was really it. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to show the uh, Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich trailer because it's very short, and also we might have some special guests uh, in the near future. I love dun, dun, the Puppet dun. Master series. They're so fun. Yeah, I, I need to check the them out. And that's why they're awesome. Uh, I uh, all right, I'm down for that. So the saga continues with the Puppet Master on August 17th with oh, uh, Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich. Um, the film stars cult classic Udo Kier, which he's been in Suspiria, Blade, Brawl in Cell Block 99, Thomas Lennon from Nino Na- Nino Reno 911, I Love You Man, and Monster Trucks and Dog Days. He was like Lieutenant mm. Dangle in Reno 911, the guy with the short. I remember in Monster Trucks too. Oh, oh, you've seen Monster Trucks. Anyways, I did. sorry. <laughs> Also, Jenny Pelliser, uh, she's on TV as a cocaine grandmother and also The Bridge, if you've seen those two, she's in that. And also Nelson Franklin uh, from New Girl, he plays Robbie on New Girl, which I'm a fan of, and Veep, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's on Showtime, I believe. Um, yeah. So it follows... Nice little button here. Yeah, it follows Lennon's character as his life isn't going so well. He's recently divorced, so he decides to go back to his like uh, childhood home, and he brings along uh, uh, Ashley, which is Pellisher's character, and Markowitz, uh, which is Franklin's character. He's like the comic book shop owner, and so they 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 follow his buddy back home, and then at his home he finds a doll in his deceased. And this is also a new poster. He finds a doll in his uh, deceased brother's room, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! That's where you see him picking up the doll." And mm-hmm. the knife comes out, he drops it. He he decides to sell it at a convention that's celebrating the 30th anniversary of infamous Tolan murders, and all hell breaks loose at that convention when, right. the, when the puppets come to life. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's at a convention center, so there's yeah, like a lot of things fun. they can play with yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had like a horror movie convention, right? Like, mo- like, a mo- like a movie, like a movie at a horror convention. Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Like a horror con. Like that. That's awesome. Probably yeah. like it. I like it. Sounds I, good. I support this. One hundred percent. Yeah, and there's a poster. So uh, we're just about wrapping up. So I'm just gonna go through this real quick. Um, there's this one film that I'm really looking forward to. That's uh, dropping on. Uh, it's actually from 2015. It's called Emily. E M E L I E. It's dropping on Thursday on August second on Netflix. It's supposed to be really messed up, <laughs> and I'm all for it. I'm gonna watch that and probably talk about that last uh, next week and finally let's get into some fan epithets um on youtube west westy kid uh chimes in 
with Bella Thorne is filming a survival horror called The Ride. Thank you, Westy Kid. There's a little bit of news for the from from our fans. Um, Edgar Alvarez was he was late. Um, poor guy. I'm sorry. Judy Ellen uh, writes in and says, "You guys do do have a great show. Can really see an improvement from when you when you guys started. Thanks for sticking Aww. with us. After 37 Yay. episodes. After 37 Yay. episodes. Right on. And so also just give a last shout out for the people in the live chat. Yes, we have Sky Patterson, Rugged English. Where'd it go? Oh, uh, Judy Ellen, Edgar Ives. Alves. Oh, yeah, Judy Ellen. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> Marvin <laughs> TNT. I was going to say, I thought I saw that name in there. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining yeah, thanks, us guys. in the chat. And um, yeah. Right on. And so, just want to tease for next week. We do have the uh, we have uh, RKSS Road, Roadkill Superstar. It is a pre-tape, so I'm not. We're not going to be live, but I will be live in the live chat, so I'll be able to chat with anyone who's like in there, just yeah. to be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Like, we did all this, and it was a great interview. I was super giddy about it, and we're going to release that next week as a episode. So, yeah. Yeah. So wait, do we have a do we have a show next week or no? We have technically we have a show, but we won't be here. Okay. That oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Just maybe. Oh, just clarify. Magic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Pull yourself over. Hey guys. <laughs> Sorry. I need, a, I need a pee. TMI. Uh, my name is Oliver Jen. Follow all that me. tea. <laughs> I know. Literally. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and also tune in Thursday for the season finale of Cloak and Dagger After Show and After Buzz TV. We have a special guest. The Ooh. show is amazing. Tune in, please. I'm engineering that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my name is Carrie Lane, and uh, yeah, someone's like horror movie ideas. Okay, so follow us on Twitter and reach out, and we'll tell you what we think counts as a horror movie. Uh, you can oh, find yeah. me on. Online at Carrie D Lane is K A R I D L A N E, and uh, I guess real quick, I'd say horror has very many subgenres, and that's almost up to the individual to it's really what counts as a horror movie. Such a loaded question. It is. But we can't get into it. Maybe reach out online. Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, you can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore T O N Y B T O N Y underscore, and please support us here at the Popcorn Talk Network and also on the AfterBuzz Network as well, which is our sister network, which really makes all of this come true and happen. And again, thank you so much. To all our fans who joined us today in the live chat and also people who keep commenting. I always see your guys' comments. I always want to reply. Well, let's have a discussion about horror movies. Peace out. Woo. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.